We want you to become an honorary gosling. Join us. You'll get exclusive access to conversations and content that would otherwise get us banned from social media. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and selective writings. And check this out. You'll get to participate in our live monthly Discord chat and more if you join our exclusive Patreon following that we like to call The After Party. It only costs $5 a month, which is basically a cup of coffee, and it helps us make the show better. We love you guys and can't wait to see you there. Become an honorary Goslings at patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. There was like 12 people in some discord group of, of which two of them were the one was the Uvalde shooter and one was the shooter in Buffalo. The shootings happened 10 days apart. Okay. Both of those kids had reached out and talked with a guy who is a retired FBI agent who was in that group. Your YouTube feed is crap. Stop wasting your time watching bot-boosted shills and self-appointed gurus cloying for your attention. Instead, join the Goslings interview, live stream, and podcast. The Goslings, a dark lit digital speakeasy of free thinkers, a super chat of radical truth-seeking wizards who eat trolls for second breakfast. Topics that'll make your mama's hair stand on end. Ideas that'll make your pastor's knees knock. Guests that will illuminate the hidden chambers of your mind, and interviews that strike down the darkness. Welcome to The Goslings. <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh, there uh, we are. There we are. Welcome, everyone. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nick. And we are The Goslings, and we are joined today by one of our longtime friends, the return of Ginger Patriot. How we doing, gentlemen? One of our welcome. best friends. Welcome. So, so uh, here, we're going to go ahead and uh, do the toast real quick and dive right in because we have so much to talk about today. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. There's a lot that's gone on. There's a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Both You will laugh. Stuff. You will cry. <clears throat> you will you will laugh and cry and possibly pass gas all at the same time. <laughs> so. You're going to get really worked up politically tonight. Uh, that is our <laughs> promise to you. That is that's the right. Gosling's guarantee. Good thing you don't have to drive into work tomorrow and get in an accident. That's know, right. Tomorrow's a holiday. From frustration. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take up the broken sword of your father and strike down the darkness. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so <clears throat> Todd's been a friend of ours for um, a very long time. Uh, he is deep in the gun community. Um, he is also um, sort of on that same, I would say, governmental conspiratorial back of house uh, information stream that we kind of dabble in every now and then, too. There's a lot of overlap. You know, say, don't say I'm in the government. <laughs> no, definitely not. We like dots. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> you were talking, actually, um, we could talk about a bunch of stuff. I, I really kind of want to have a conversation just a little bit about guns in general. Um, but uh, Nick, did you have uh, before we jump into that? I just want to do the obligatories. Uh, oh, ladies sure. and gentlemen, if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you're watching this for the first time, uh, go ahead and take up the broken sword of your finger and strike down the subscribe button. That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Just do it right now. We're going to be here for at least two hours. Do it. Do it uh, now. So you got time. Uh, but go ahead and do that. That would help us greatly. And uh, without further ado, I'll let you back to 
Yeah. Thank you for letting me interrupt with that. So you were uh, talking just before we got started about uh, sort of some CIA um, sort of uh, vestigial mockingbird media kind of control Mm. mechanism as part of devolution. Yeah, it just strikes me. I suppose the the thing that is is most odd to me is the the frequency of events that don't seem to be fully explained. I mean, I think a good place to start is the Las Vegas shooter. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the inaccuracies or just oddities of that, of why he did that. Yeah. There being absolutely no explanation to it. Yep. I, I think another still. Yeah, still yep. another great example of something that has been highly investigated, yet just died on the street and never to be seen again. The pipe bombs left at the DNC and RNC the day of the January 6th riot. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> you know, and, and to all the other oddities that happened that day, of, you know, people claiming that there's there's provocateurs or, or federal mm-hmm. entities there, which... Some of which were on camera. Which I, I, there is no doubt in my mind that there was people there. Whether yeah. they were doing nefarious things or not, I think is certainly an argument could be made either way. But yeah. without a doubt, mm-hmm. they are not that inept that right. they wouldn't have a bunch of people at an event like that. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's you are a fool if you think they don't. Yeah. Just like the Uvalde shooter and yep. the Buffalo grocery store mm-hmm. shooter, mm-hmm. both were in the same. Yeah. I, I believe it was Discord. It might have been a different streaming. I don't know all that much about Discord, but Discord is just like a like a Twitch, but no gaming, right? It's just like a yeah. streaming chat audio mm-hmm. podcast. I think it started with gaming, but it has since mushroomed out into all this other stuff. Like mm-hmm. it was a chat for gamers, yeah. and now it's just another back house or a back mm-hmm. channel communication. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, there was like twelve people in some Discord group of of which two of them were the one was the Uvalde shooter and one was the shooter in Buffalo. The shootings happened 10 days apart. Okay. Both of those kids had reached out and talked with a guy who is a retired FBI agent who was in that group. Now, could he have been in that group? But that doesn't make sense because the FBI is certainly one of the most trusted institutions. Yeah. Yes. Pillars uh, of overseen by the integrity. Department of Justice. But, but right he, could he could he have been there totally innocuously because he was asked to be there because of the FBI knows this is a weird group that might have some weird people in there? I don't doubt that in the least. Yeah. But it's a little <clears throat> odd. Yeah. That there's something to be looked at there, and obviously it's not been looked into at all. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if it is, it doesn't come out on a lot. No of one's going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because I think. The thing that made news that I saw repeatedly was that the Buffalo shooter had sent plans that he was going to do that 45 minutes prior to doing it. He sent a blueprint and some type of semi-manifesto of this is what I'm going to do. I've cased this place. I'm going to go shoot it up. Mm-hmm. And that was that message was sent to that retired FBI. Whoa. Now, it then came out shortly after that came out that they don't know if he actually opened it and it was sent like 42 minutes before. And they said, there's, there's absolutely no evidence that he saw it prior to it happening and did yeah. nothing about it, wow. but it's odd. He clearly had he enough of a relationship with that random person that he yeah. would send that to. Yeah. And again, could be a lot of innocuous things. 
strikes me as as very odd mm -hmm. and as you know right i know they are to be unquestioned and completely reliable they of course <laughs> right but, of course. i mean it would be very scary if they were pushing people <clears throat> in that state to these things yeah for some other more sinister purpose mm -hmm. i don't know what that would be it could have to do with guns it could have to do with a number of things it seems like all these people use the same type of weapon right mm -hmm. uh, you know again I, you can go down some deep rabbit holes with that but mm -hmm. I, I think it just seems it's that there's a lot of weird things like that that seem to be happening um i don't know i don't quite know what to make of um and in such a quick like hurried succession yes you know yeah, it yeah. was rapid buffalo fire. hammer hammer the buffalo hammer, shooter hammer. the grocery store yeah yeah, Uvalde, yeah. Which was That's the crazy. one that the the shooter had, <clears throat> like, basically eight to ten grand worth of gear? That was the Uvalde. Uvalde, That yeah. was Uvalde, yeah. 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 Daniel Defense. Yeah. Brand new Daniel Defense DDM5 mm -hmm. or 6 or something. He had, a, he had like, a almost brand new, newest version Daniel Defense with wow. EOTech on it. Mm -hmm. He His other rifle was a, it might have been a Smith & Wesson m and I'm not 100% certain. Hmm. And that had an EOTech on it, I believe. Um, MMP Sport 2, MMP 15 Sport 2, the backup option for okay. <laughs> for every dedicated. And 30-30 round mags loaded with yeah. 5.56 and another like 700 rounds or something that he left in the truck when he crashed. How, well, old, how old was he, though? How old was 18. he? 18. That's a lot of gear well, that's, for an 18. But that's though. really young. If I mean, if he, if this was planned and he was a, a stooge. A worker at Wendy's. Yeah. It's interesting. You could come up with $8,000. Yeah, but for mm -hmm. it. after your 18th birthday. Yeah, but the, 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 the uh, narrative yeah. around him is right. this. He just kind of lost, you know, he just kind of detached from reality. and yeah. was, you know, on a uh, vitriolic, you know, oh, retributive yeah. rampage, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know. Um, but you're saying there's a possibility that that may have all been maybe so he was socially engineered groomed to that yeah I, I i would think i think it's probably far less nefarious than that even i i would think the way that our intel agencies would probably do it not knowing that they do or how they would do it would be find groups of vulnerable kids like that who would be maybe prone to that to begin with mm -hmm. some kid who every the Uvalde shooter, they said for years, was called a school shooter. Yeah. All the kids in these groups called him a school shooter. Okay, school shooter talking to him. Yeah. You find people like that mm -hmm. and and hmm. encourage them in whatever way you, hmm. you have some retired FBI agent. Talk to that kid about, I who knows what, being a loner, just talk to him about guns. Who knows? I, it might yeah. not require anything other than than getting in there and just a little push to, yeah just a little i don't think they plan anything yeah. they're too smart to realize the implications involved in anything like that yeah right. i think it's far safer for someone doing that to just mm. there's a ton of crazy psychopaths out there walking mm -hmm. around every day and well resources like the government <laughs> yeah yeah well and you also you know you have the first person shooter issue that like Video games are not the devil, like, you know, a lot of people would talk about they are, but they do 
have, if you play them enough, they do have a desensitizing aspect to them. So you can, you know, you can raise, I mean, the irony is like uh, the John, or uh, not John Williams, but the Robin Williams movie Toys was about that. Remember when he went down into the basement, you know, and like all the kids are playing like all the army video games. It's like a secret recruiting program, yeah. mm. you know, <clears throat> kind of a creepy movie. Yeah, that is. I remember watching that. Yeah, that was a creepy movie. It's a little weird, right? Mm. got that like bowler. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there probably is an aspect of that to it, you know, that like just desensitizing, you know, kids a little bit. And then uh, and then you have issues like I think it was the Parkland shooter who um, or that at least the, you know, the kid that they arrested yeah. for the Parkland shooting. Uh, I think that was the one where like the sheriff's department had been out there on wellness checks like 18 times, 20 or 18 times. I wow. Think. Yeah. I was going to say 17. It might be 18. It's, I, it's yeah, high. it's really hot. That yeah. was him. Yeah, Nick Sandy. And so, no, 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 no. yeah, that's good. That's, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> to, to date, there are no <laughs> Nicks <laughs> that have done any mass He's shootings. Coming for the gods, like, right? We and, love Nick Sandy, the good, oh, solid okay. patriot. Ah, Ted Cruz, that's right. Well. But the uh, but the thing is, you know, if the sheriff's department gets called out that many times for somebody, at what point do you think, okay, a federal agency may have stepped in and told somebody not to pursue this anymore? Because there are so many different government avenues that they could take. Exactly. Mm. When they control everything, the the nefarious things can happen, I suppose, anywhere. Yeah. The the thing I always, the the disproving fact of conspiracies I always see is, man, you've got to get a lot of people to be quiet. Yeah. For a lot of the big conspiracies, it requires, and and there's not enough people who are good enough at keeping secrets like that. Right. That there would have to be people dropping dead everywhere all the time to to conceal most of the crazy conspiracies. It's it's the ones that you that Mm. the people doing it don't realize they're doing it for anyone else. Right. That are the ones that the the CIA psyops. Plausible deniability. Is just and that seems like the perfect avenue to me is you've got a lot of medicated, Mm -hmm. lonely yeah disgruntled yep. angry young men yep who especially with covid are now locked up in a house with their grandmother who they hate yep. their their grandpa who they hate no girl likes not them. around all the girls hate yep. them mm-hmm. and that kid is you know venting out some horrific shit yeah. on discord yep. yeah and you have some intel agency guy uh-huh who's fishing who's went to princeton for four years on a psycho you know analyst phd uh-huh and you sit him down on the other side of the computer and say hey just uh yeah. go at him yeah get him get him riled you up ever here. think about doing something yeah you know? i know some you yeah. could you know i bet at a grocery store it would be insane you could do some <laughs> crazy shit uh-huh yeah and you know I, I but again who knows if that i I don't know. It just seems all there's so many the the Vegas shooting for sure. The, the stuff about the guns at the Uvalde shooting mm-hmm. seems seems a little crazy to me. That's a lot of money for a kid. Yeah, who's that young to go spend? Who couldn't have been making that much? Mm-hmm. But if you have no car, you have no expenses, and all you've wanted to do for the last four years is do something like that. You could probably save up eight thousand bucks. 
Yeah, maybe. You know, right? If when you were 16, yeah. you said, I'm not going to spend a penny of anything I make yeah. for the till the day I die. It's for college, cool. Grandma. It's for college. You know, that, that's <laughs> right. totally it's for my future. possible and and probably likely, right? That's probably likely. But yeah. there's there's some oddities there. Mm. And I, I think I was reading some stuff about, I think, all the land being purchased up. I, I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. with some guys talking about the physical gold market. Oh, yeah. And they said it's very interesting. More physical gold has been pulled off the world markets in the last six months than has ever been pulled off. Really? In the history of the world. Who's buying it? So JP Morgan bought $2.5 billion worth of physical gold. They've got huge corporations and people buying physical gold. And they said, you know, again, they probably just see inflation and the markets going crazy and think we'll get in a long-term investment right here. That's sure. reasonably safe. And if it all goes to shit and you know, JP Morgan, we got a trillion dollars tied up in the market. If the market literally goes to zero, yeah. we'll at least have $2.5 billion of gold that will be worth a hundred billion dollars right. and we'll be JP Morgan again. We'll be JP Morgan. And so it's, right. it's a smart yeah. thing, but all, all everything they do is based on this market. Yeah. And and it seems odd to me. Do you think they're kind of hedging their bets against a digital economy? I, I think they know it's mm. a digital fall. currency. I think I think the people who really see where are they where are they buying the where are they buying the gold? Are they buying the land too? You said they're buying land too. Well, I've, there's a bunch of like Chinese billionaires who have been buying Well, that I know, yeah. tens of thousands of acres. They've also been yes. they've also been selling it off. Yep. Bill started Gates to sell it off farmland yeah. farmland yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know i was reading a little bit into the bolshevik revolution and stuff and they said uh-huh. you know you always control the food source first yeah and you know if if they shut off the water we're all going to starve mm-hmm. and and that'll be the end of it but if they own it all or i think that their nefarious plan is they will make it hard enough to farm and then the government will come in and say, I think it's what they're doing with the supply chains. It's yeah, yeah. saying, listen, the supply chains just can't get back on track after COVID. We 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 wish we could make them work, but the government has to take over. Yeah, yeah. Everything they're the solution to the problem move. they created, basically. Everything yeah. we ship yep. and move, and same with healthcare, they're gonna do the same fucking thing. Yep. That you know, we just can't the private, it's not sustainable. The private market cannot do it. We we don't wanna take it over, but we've yeah. got to. And it just it seems like the, and all the stuff coming off the gold markets it seems to me like they know it's all going to come crashing down here mm-hmm. soon it yeah. can't it can't keep going like this and man i don't know well you know the weird thing about uh all of the shootings is that every single time and this is germane to a lot of your expertise is like every single time whether it's you know the bump stocks uh you know which were probably not used in vegas it doesn't sound like bump stocks yeah i mean bump stocks in like what was it the 60 round surefire mags or whatever like i'm not sure if it was the surefire mag but yeah, it, it was, yeah they're both unreliable systems yeah. like both of those <clears throat> you put those two together on on an ar and like it's gonna choke on you at some point because like neither one of those are they're both kind of cheap crap 
but you know they go after bump stocks and then <clears throat> you know there's uh there was the shooting in what was it dc where they tried to go after suppressors for a little yes. while yes, yes, yes. and then uh sandy hook even though like no ar if i remember correctly an ar was not used at sandy hook but it was in the trunk of the car i believe so yes mm. so killed his mom yeah and so took it ar Pistols? And a shotgun. And a shotgun. Yeah. And he brought the shotgun and one of the pistols in, I think. Or yeah. He might have brought both. Yeah. Mm. If it was even him. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, you know, be honest. Because they arrested a guy out in the woods, which there's chopper footage out there uh, yeah. that you can find. But, For more uh, information, yeah. uh, search Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go go Court find. Case. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go find info. Let's talk about there. Todd. Todd, talk about your expertise, your bailiwick, if you will. Uh, so I. Uh, run a training facility gun range. We do mostly uh, military law enforcement training. Pull, the, pull it a little closer. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, yeah, I want people to hear this, um, this good so we, stuff. We right? mostly train military law enforcement. Um, we do a, a number of different things. We do some uh, leadership type events. We have a we have a big like hiking ruck route that we do oh, leadership yeah. stuff for, for certain mm -hmm. FS, yeah. SF units. Um, all, it all depends. We tailor a lot of things to the unit that comes. So That's awesome. if they need trauma stuff, we will we'll do trauma training, and we do a lot of conferences on trauma stuff. Um, and then we've even gotten a little bit more into some of like the bushcraft survival wilderness stuff. A uh, instructor we know who who comes and trains some units at our place. Cool. Does that a lot out in. Uh, I guess what's the best way to describe where he's at? Eastern Tennessee. <laughs> Eastern Tennessee is about mm. as close as I can get. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, we do. We, we kind of do a breadth of, of stuff for the military law enforcement community. And then we do some private like VIP custom courses for different different groups of people who, who kind of want to get into this world. And, and that's kind of how I came to it is I didn't realize that as a civilian, you can you can go and do a lot of this training it's just most people assume hey only only private military units can go do this now that's where running a training facility that's where the money is in that sphere right but yep. there, there yeah. is a a small group of people who kind of go around the country and do some of that stuff as private civilians cool yeah um so we kind of yeah we kind of <clears> cover <throat> all of that and then i've got um i've got some r d patent stuff i've been working on for a number of years that yeah. hopefully we can talk about more soon yeah. i won't say anything i didn't sign an nda but i'm gonna honor it, <laughs> I yeah. it. yeah yeah that's but it's really exciting uh what it's been like your favorite you guys have been doing this for a number of years now uh what has been your favorite event that you've had so favorite event most memorable um, that you can talk about that you can talk about <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not asking where you buried the bodies. No, just no. Um, I, I we don't bury them; we burn them. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Um, I would say um, my favorite event. Um, actually, I, my father and I, just the two of us, took a a course. We had an, an instructor come in, and we took a like whole three days of like terrain movements and stalking and stuff through the woods, like small unit tactic stuff. And that was, um, that was very cool for a number of reasons. I mean, it was, it was just my dad, myself and, and this, this really high level instructor. Really? So it was, that was, that was really cool just because it, you know, I got to do it with my dad. Yeah. And yeah. that was, and I mean, being only two people, 
with with the guy we were with was was an impressive thing and and we got to do a ton over three days that you can't do with a 10 person line there is a difference and especially moving through terrain and stuff Mm -hmm. with that many people you all need to be a up to x level skill set for that to be even remotely safe and with two people it can be done very safely if those two people are of enough skill level and so that was that was pretty awesome. We got to do a lot. That's of cool. Stuff. Were you guys doing like moving and shooting? We did. Yeah, we did a lot of we did a lot of like small unit tactics and like prepping for a um an event. So kind of doing intel, getting really? a, getting a strategic plan set up with multiple areas of entry and exit oh, cool. um, for infill and exfill and stuff. So it was, uh-huh. it was mm-hmm. all that little stuff that you know, having not done that professionally in, mm-hmm. you know, in an SF team unit and stuff, um, that kind of stuff that they prep prior to a hit or a yeah. mission. And, and it, you know, it's nothing crazy. You could, I'm sure you can watch a YouTube video on it, yeah. but having someone run you through that of how they would do it and how they would try and prep themselves for a mission was, was something that was, was very cool yeah very cool what was uh what were a couple of things that you didn't anticipate that you learned doing that course that was like oh wow okay i need this whether it's like a certain type of map or you know way to run your gear so that that was actually a lot of what we did was like setting up gear so like what like half of one of the days was what he has in a bug out bag that he brings in his car every day what he has in his med bags and why he sets them up that way and whether he carries a litter or this or that and we 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 Mm. ran gas masks and did shooting and gas masks and stuff because i mean hell i've had a gas mask for a while but I can tell you, and I, my dad's a perfect testament of like, he's like, I was in Desert Storm, wore a gas mask all the time. I have never even looked down the sights of a gun with a gas, with mask, a gas on. mask on. Yeah. And it's dramatically, <laughs> I mean, if you have a small red dot sight or a reflex sight, you not looking down that when you're shooting. Yeah. And so I have like off canter, like 45. Interesting. Offsets. Yeah. That was fairly helpful for it. But little stuff like that, that you think, man, if you you've got a gas mask and you've yeah. got an AR and you figure, well, if it all goes to shit, I'll just throw that gas mask on and that plate carrier. Yeah, but you ain't hitting rifles, anything. Like, you're not <laughs> even going to be able to look down the right, mm-hmm. let alone. And and so we shot with pecs and, and shot with MVGs and, and gas masks yeah. and, and did like wow. a little bit of a lot of that stuff. And um, probably the, the, the one bit of advice and you hit on it um, is, is having physical maps. Yeah. That is, and, and maybe not even having physical maps as much as either knowing your local area, like mm-hmm. the actual topography yeah. of that and, yeah. and how you might, I mean, especially for people nowadays, man, if you have lived your whole driving life with your phone telling you when to turn, yep. yeah, your ass don't know how to get around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The old land nav course. Uh huh. Yeah. that are easy to get around yeah let alone backcountry you know for example like the the property we use is like let alone you know a couple hundred acres that you don't know where hills are and what they do and where they go and where water flows mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think there's so few people who have physical maps i mean hell even having if you have a bug out plan and a place you're going to go that's not your house yeah having a physical map yeah that will show you how to get there when the 
the route you always take that you know and you don't need a map for when yeah. that road you can't when that take. fails when you get to yeah. the bridge there what if there's get, a bunch of protesters yeah, who have set up a chop there you know there. yeah and i think that's a huge thing to have for anybody that i, I wouldn't have thought of necessarily yeah. prior uh, prior to that um but i i think that's a I think that's one of that and communications are yeah. by far but the reality is if communications go out out and some emp device or something went off nothing you have that you can communicate with you're going right. to be able to use so you can be prepared i suppose and have a faraday cage oh yeah and, you know i'm pretty paranoid and preppery and and stuff like that I don't have a Faraday cage. I got if there's an EMP blast, it's gonna fry my electronics, and that's just what's gonna happen. Does the potato chip bag work for that? I, know I don't know. I don't know if it does. It spits pretty thin. For yeah. Microwave with like aluminum foil on the inside. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I know. I, I the, have a I have a box for uh, in here, a little case that I've lined with foil on the inside for phones yeah you know for it for in here down on tracking when i originally built this room it was going to be like no electronics no signals in or out and now we're live streaming every week (laughs) from it you know i got my phone sitting here that didn't turn out um i do have a a comment we got a comment from uh mama shaw oc happens to be one of our patrons she said yes to the physical maps after we moved out to the middle of nowhere my husband and i started making a game out of turning off the gps and finding way uh finding out our smart. way around smart kid yeah map your area without tech absolutely yeah, absolutely that was a hard adjustment for for me to make so i just didn't make it going from remember when they used to have maps the mcnally wraps you go at, in the gas station, station. You're, you're, you're old enough to remember that i yeah. grew up driving learn how to do that get yeah. around by using maps um, yeah no really they're not like a united states and entire u.s state with every road oh yeah on it and i mean it's like the books like yeah <laughs> I mean, you can't imagine what that map turns into but right um yeah they're like I, they were like 129 bucks or something, I think. man and it probably updates every year i'm sure it doesn't spring hill constantly <laughs> yeah. adding streets and subdivisions and <laughs> yeah. throughways. yeah if you but i've literally you know we've lived here for what 19 years in this area like the uh, south of nashville yeah i mean it's it, you know you know the rises yeah you know the twists and turns you know i don't need a map and there are some people who've lived here all their life yeah. but they were so excited about gps and all that technology that they even though they had lived here all their life they still wanted to use it to get to the grocery store that they go to every week mm-hmm. or the gas station they go to every day and now they can't find a mcdonald's yeah you know well it's what it's can't it's find what a frank bathroom. herbert warned about in dune like that's actually one of the big themes of dune is like how uh, you know you want human self-actualization by not relying too much on technology you know that's kind of why they knife fight in the movie in the books and in the movie and everything and uh and that's one of them like in that universe they don't allow uh artificial intelligence because of the atrophy that technology creates for humans it creates atrophy absolutely it absolutely atrophies you like i worked with a guy when i was doing security like 10 years ago i worked with a guy who was a former marine uh and now he was like an mp so you know, but <laughs> yeah, it was the only Marine I've ever met who is who was like this. Like all the other Marines were functioning alcoholics, but they were they were on time and in uniform. So I loved them. You know, I never had to worry about him. This guy, uh, he was he was a bit of a soup sandwich and uh, he lived in Murfreesboro and he worked uh, at our place in Cool Springs, which is like North Franklin, South Brentwood. So it's about a 40 minute drive. Yep. Every for two years he had to use his GPS. He had to use Google Maps to get there. 
every night. I'm like, Jeff, it's been two years, buddy. Yeah. Like, it, like people are like zombies now. Yeah. 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 It is. It's zombified. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've got mm-hmm. a great question for you guys. Actually, it's a question from Jay Reese. Check this out. Yeah, I'm Jerry. So I'm going to share this on the stream. So make sure that your husband never watches this video ever. <laughs> Jerry says, I'm buying my husband an AR-15 and a gun awesome. safe for Christmas. First of all, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Four reels, it, right? Right? Uh, is there a certain kind or brand you would suggest uh, he used to hunt but rarely shoots now? And he's an average. I think he's a little tall, but sort of average build guy nothing he's not super tall he's not like midget height like me you know he's not hobbit height you know normal dude um so i would say it all depends on the price range you would like to stay in you can buy i i I run one of my rifles i've run a a lot of 556 through is a palmetto state armory ar-15 that most people would say is not a great ar I have never taken it apart and clean it because I'm trying to see when it will fail. <laughs> and I've got to at least have six or seven thousand rounds through it, and I've never broken it down and cleaned it. I've yeah. moved it, but I've never cleaned it. That's the thing about ARs; they like to run wet, not clean. Yeah, and it, yeah. so like now I keep it wet enough where like it'll spit at you when you shoot. But, yeah. But I must say, never had a failure. I've never cleaned it. Yeah. And that rifle was probably. I, I built it. It was probably like 700 bucks. I was going to say six in. or 700. But yeah. you can buy a complete Palmetto State AR. I was just looking for my father in law um, for 520, 519 bucks on Palmetto State. A, wow. Now that's like a bare bones, old school looking hole with the um, with the triangle front post. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I don't think it has a carrying <clears throat> handle. But, okay. Um, you can, I mean, for 720 bucks, you can get a full pick rail. Really? Um, Palmetto State AR-15. Wow. What's a pick rail? Tell, tell them uh, what a pick rail so is. pick rail is, it has like the little notches on that go along the top of the rifle. And then typically on the sides, up by where the barrel, where you hold it at the front, um, they will put M-Lock or, what's the other one? M-Lock mm. or, uh, mm. sorry. Keymod. Keymod. Yeah. Keymod or M-Lock. Or um, MOE, which is the yeah. older Magpul version yeah. of it. Basically, M-Lock. it enables someone to, to attach. A, to attach. Yeah, you can attach a live. Picatinny tends to be or... the most robust. Yeah. It's the strongest yeah. mounting platform, but it tends to be the heaviest. M-Lock, if you want like the sleek, sexy, cool, yeah. with being the most functional, that's probably the best. Key mod's probably going to be the cheapest, yeah. just because yeah. it's fallen out of favor. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I think everything I have runs M-Lock, just because yeah. then you can get Swap all around M-Lock. And accessories that attach to that and you can yeah pick rails that attach to M-Lock. and even moe i think will work in yeah. mlock yeah. it's either that or the other way around but i think are those brands mlock moe uh there's kind or, of or, or, or design. designs design okay. yeah M-Lock is a specific type of hole that is cut into the metal yeah that has a almost like a female and male part that allows accessories to attach to anything that has mlock yeah. A lot of belts and chest rigs, they will put that type of stuff on so you can attach yeah. stuff to multiple things and move it around. Got it. Um, but I, I would say back to back to the question, if if you want to spend a thousand dollars, you can spend it and buy a good rifle for a thousand bucks. If you want to spend six hundred bucks, you can find a good rifle, especially if your husband 
isn't going to be shooting it a lot if yeah. you're buying it to have it just in case things get real crazy which is a good idea and, but you don't want to spend two thousand dollars on something for that mm -hmm. you can spend 600 and that thing will work yeah and, and will be an effective tool for you and that's the thing i typically tell everybody is like what do you want it actually for if yeah. you want it to defend your house if you want it for something else you might even want to look into an ar pistol if you've got a small mm -hmm. house and you're not going to have a 50 100 yard shot down your driveway to the front you know to the front entrance of your house yeah you know know what the application you are buying this tool for it is a tool that has a use pistols mm -hmm. have a use small short rifles have a use mm -hmm. i i wouldn't want a long <clears throat> bolt gun deer hunting rifle sitting by my nightstand to defend my house if somebody broke in i would use yeah. an ar if i had to i have a short ar pistol that mm -hmm. is by my bed and a number of other guns as well but, um, <laughs> no reach out I, I, you have more than one gun i have a few more than that. oh how dare you but i have a small house, <laughs> nazi right? I, I have a 1200 square, foot, no. I have a 1200 square foot house and at best i could shoot somebody from 25 30 yards in my house so i don't need right you know, i don't have a 5,000 square foot mansion and a, or a ranch you know, yeah and a ranch with 400 yards to yeah. the front of my fence line you're not homesteading yet and, yeah soon, soon, soon. <laughs> but um well talk a little bit yeah. about um you know because that's an important distinction there are they're a little, you know, you can go as short as seven and a half inch barrels on ARs. You can actually go shorter, but for functional purposes, typically you're looking at like an AR pistol in 10 and a half inch, which is like your Daniel Defense Mark 18s, uh, which are not cheap, by the way. And uh, and then you have your um, standard, you know, the next size that's standard would be the 16 inch. Yeah, that's what I, you know. I have, the 16 inch. And yeah. then you can go a little bit farther out with like an 18 or a 20 and even like the long heavy barrel target yeah. gun, 24 inch. Yeah. You know, what do you think is uh, a good, especially for Shay or for her husband, what would be like a good general purpose so, starter set for something like that? I think 16 inches has become the standard because that round and that system, that AR gas system yeah. was designed for that length barrel. Yeah. And so the bullet performs best. Now, granted, you go longer than that, the bullet won't perform worse. Right. But that round was meant to at least be shot out a 16 inch gun mm -hmm. that's why up until recently getting anything shorter than 10 inches was was, was a terrible idea now yeah. they have solved that problem with different gas systems and tweaking little things inside the gun to make that work but yeah prior to what 10 years ago, the only people who had shorty ARs were Navy SEALs who right. had $6,000 HK <laughs> Right, yeah. Because that was the only AR that could be cut that short and mm -hmm. still function properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of people still say stay away from a 10 and a half inch or lower yeah. barrel. If you're at 10 and a half, you're going to buy a gun that functions properly just about all the time. Yeah. The closer you get to 16, the more inherently reliable the gun will be. Mm -hmm. I My advice to that would be don't buy a $500 seven and a half in jail. <laughs> right. Because yeah. that gun will malfunction. Yeah. And, and maybe not the first hundred rounds, but maybe if you don't shoot it a lot, you're going to find out the day the guy breaks into your house. Is the that day that it breaks. Doesn't work right. Wrong and day. If you don't do a day. ton of malfunctions in ARs and at three o'clock in the morning, your alarm's going off, your baby's crying, your dog's barking and a guy's screaming in your house, 
that would be a shitty time to fix the first malfunction in an AR of your yeah, life. Yeah, to figure out and, what's wrong. And yeah. so, you know, I, buy once, cry once. Mm -hmm. My advice, if you want something that short, I, I would say... Buy once, cry once. Buy once cry okay, once. I like that. It really that. is like true. That. You don't really remember the money you spent on the thing that doesn't eat and it doesn't rot. And, and that you know? in a thousand, like $700 AR, $1,000 AR you can pass on to your grandkids as yeah. long as yeah. you don't treat it like total shit you <laughs> right you don't have to treat it really well yeah I don't treat any guns i own well uh, yeah I, and so <laughs> I, I my advice would be i i've got a 12 and a half inch ar that i built um that i think is a pretty good compromise the more i looked into the ballistics yeah. of getting to a shorter barrel it's not the problem now that we run into is not malfunctions with short barrels right it's, the bullet is not going fast enough when it leaves the barrel yeah. to tumble when it hits the target. Yeah. And then you're essentially shooting somebody with a 22 pistol. Right. That's going pretty fast, but it might just punch a hole through you unless it hits a bone or an organ or something yeah. very and dangerous. fragments the way it needs to. But it's not, it's not going fast enough to hit skin, hit muscle, and then flip and break apart. Yeah. And once you get to... 10 and a half inches, the bullet is pretty much going to do what you want it to do. Yeah. But 12 and a half inches, as I looked into the differences, as you get a little bigger or a little smaller, you lose about 25 or 50 feet per second going from mm. 16 to 12 and a half. Mm -hmm. Now that's not that much when you're looking at 3,800 sure. feet per second or what, depending on the bullet you shoot, what, yeah. 2,600? It's getting mathy now. Um, but... <laughs> So the percent you're losing in that four inches, three and a half inches, is not all that much. Now that it becomes exponentially greater the more you go down. So when you go to 11 and a half, you lose like 50 or 75 feet per second right. just in that inch. Wow. So yeah. three and a half inches, you lose less than the math extrapolates more. And then going from yeah. 11 and a half to 10 and a half, you mm -hmm. lose another. By the time you get to a 10 and a half inch barrel, that gun needs to be pretty well tuned to not malfunction ever. Yeah. It probably the way they're made now it probably won't malfunction much but you're not getting a lot of punch out of it at and, longer and, ranges and and once you get below 10 and a half that bullet does not have enough dwell time in the barrel yeah to get it going the speed it needs to go and so my advice would be unless you need it for some very unique purpose i would get a 12 and a half you could even get an 11 and a half second yeah all that much I would get a 12 and a half, a 14 and a half, or a 16. Yeah. If you have no idea what you're going to use it for, get a 16 inch. That's what I have. You could use that That's what I have. Class. I have the 16 yeah. inch. Well, listen, let's uh, change gears and talk about the big event. Right. The, I love to call it the Red Sermon. Oh, <laughs> First of all, oh, tell, him, tell us what. <laughs> let's just dive right in. Yeah. Yes. Wow, I couldn't awesome. believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was funny because we knew like days leading up to it that he was going to get up there and divide the country and cause however many millions of people you know a threat to democracy mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. and not mm -hmm. only where i'm like okay this is going to be enormously divisive why is he even doing this that's what yeah. i want why did he need to give this speech right now what do you think is the purpose of the timing of this See, that's some of the stuff we were talking about before we even started that I, I just, the, the, the like confluence of events happening seems so very odd to me. Like the, the, 
the leaking of the of the SCOTUS draft for Roe v. Wade. Like, mm -hmm. It seemed to me like if anything that I I would have thought they wouldn't have wanted anybody to know about it in advance so that they could kind of pile on to the like immediacy of like, hey, they just struck down Roe versus Wade mm -hmm. campaign, get money, get get people motivated to vote and all the other stuff. I thought, man, I think they wouldn't want to like muddy the waters six months ahead of time so that people could be kind of pissed and then not be so pissed and then when it actually happens everybody's like well we all knew for six months it was gonna yeah, we've been arguing about it, seemed, it for six months it seemed, and... it seemed odd to me you'd think as, as smart tactically as they can be mm -hmm. you think man but again right as with so many things it's like occam's razors probably there was no greater 4d chess in this other than some asshole progressive <laughs> law clerk who thought fuck these assholes who are going to take my imaginary right away right mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna release it uh-huh that, that very likely right. stir the pot a little right? bit you know helena mm -hmm. kagan's some clerk of hers uh-huh they said i think they know it's one of 12 people oh really it's one of 12 law clerks who well they said right it certainly wasn't any of the conservative justices clerks. right so it's one of the six of kagan uh sotomayor or one of the i think they each have four law clerks it, it, it was the, the three liberal justices Breyer, so yeah sotomayor and kagan and it said the reality is it's one of these 12, 12 yeah and yep. there's almost no shot it's interesting Clarence thomas's law clerk didn't uh-huh um but they've never been found very fascinating yeah uh, one of, of course people they couldn't have i think they know who it is they for sure they're protecting them yeah for sure they, they without a doubt they know who it is. um they knew i'm sure they yeah they certainly knew who it is um but I don't know. I don't know their angle. That's the thing yeah. that I don't quite understand. Is it seems like, for instance, the speech is seems like an odd time. It seems like it doesn't does it fire up their base any more than than they're already they fired up. Are. Yeah. I mean, is calling Donald Trump and people who support Donald Trump Nazis or fascist or semi-fascist or whatever mm -hmm. that yeah. clown that poopy pants clown. <laughs> Talking poopy pants tapioca brain yeah. you know um, but i, <laughs> I think i don't know it seems to me like maybe the mar-a-lago raid that then they floated the whole like well it could have been nuclear secrets he had and then then that kind of came out that no yeah uh -huh. I, i've censored it sounds like uh, some people who are pretty confident think that the real things they were after is, is some of the documents that he declassified and removed relating to the Russia investigation. Yeah. Some mm -hmm. damning evidence on the FBI. Yes. And that, well, that's why they wouldn't let his, uh, that's why they wouldn't let his attorney observe when they were doing that. Probably. It almost seems to me like they knew that it was a bit of a farce doing the raid. They yeah. knew that was a case they were going to lose. They're yeah. hoping to find something they yeah. can pin on him to keep him from running. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, as it, progressed into these early stages of lawfare mm -hmm. uh they realized that oh crap we don't really have a strong case we're going to lose this thing and so that's why biden is coming out giving this speech and saying the only thing he has that he can he hasn't done anything he all he's done has been a tremendous mess of everything mm -hmm. and he's like the only thing i can go go on right now is they are a threat to democracy the most important thing yes. more than anything else mm -hmm. they're going to undermine this entire country we got to go out and demonize them right now it's the Hail Mary. I, I agree. I, I think I think the, the Hail Mary was Mar-a-Lago. They're certainly going to try and indict him. It might yeah. be on a ham sandwich. Mm -hmm. but they, just so that they can say, 
that there was an indictment attempt, or you know, just like how they talk about it and twice impeached President Donald Trump. Yeah. Neither was successful, but they can go out there and say he was twice impeached. Now, he didn't get it, didn't confirm in the Senate, but he was impeached. He impeached. Just like Bill Clinton yeah. was impeached, right? And, right. Um, but I, I, I think their plan is everything's falling apart. We need to make this a referendum on Trump again. It yeah. can't be a referendum on anything that is happening currently in the country. Mm -hmm. It has to be framed this whole election, the midterms, even though Donald Trump's not running. Scapegoating all their problems on Trump and the MAGA Republicans the by diverting. The need to be framed mm -hmm. as if you mm -hmm. let these fascists get power in mm -hmm. any way, they are going to kill you and your family. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Shot, uh, Shea says that uh, basically, if you don't vote Dem, you're a radical. Yeah. And that was basically the point of the. The, yeah. the point of the whole speech yeah. is that it basically what you believed, what the majority of people believe 20 years ago now is called far right radicalism, yeah, ultra MAGA, mm -hmm. semi fascism. Like, I haven't changed anything I believe. Oh, oh, I can only, yeah, imagine. what was that? I mean, it was something very blatant. Well, well, I thought the most interesting thing he said, she makes me miss Kylie McEnany every day. A beautiful Barbie, blue eyed. Perfect woman. Ugh. You miss the redhead? Oh, whoa, Jen Saki. Yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm missing the Trump blonde. Yeah, oh, from you, the... yeah, Becca Laney. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. She was great, man. She was awesome. Yeah, she was. Um, she said it was a little snippet I saw that she said that she was talking about the majority of Americans. She said, well, if you are, she said, the majority of Americans think this. And she said, by definition, if you are not with the majority, you are an extreme radical. <laughs> okay. And, and to think that. Wow. That I did not know that. Someone in that position. In that position. With that kind of responsibility. Think yeah. That if 51% of any group of people think something, then that's the right thing. So it's the exact reason we are not a direct democracy and we are a democratic republic, but they have made us so dumb that yeah. no one truly understands. He, Biden actually said that in his speech. He actually used the word our republic yeah. and nobody clapped. Yeah. But every time he said our democracy, people would cheer. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, there was like one guy in the crowd who was really screaming a lot, like leading the cheer. Remember that one guy? Uh, okay. I mean, it was all very staged. Oh. Well, that's the thing. When they talk about, you know, a threat to democracy, you should be a threat to democracy because we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional representative republic. That is what we are. So if you vote Democrat or if you identify as a Democrat or you support Democrats, you are inherently a traitor to the country because you are antithetical to the nature of how the country's government is set up. We are not set up as a democracy because as you so rightly pointed out, if here's what happens in a democracy, it's mob rule. It's yeah, it's Athens all over again. And Athens killed Socrates. So if you think that democracy is a good idea, but we've all been brainwashed to think that like we're a democracy. Well, of course we're brainwashed. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, just, like, you right. Anything, you just yeah. 
But if 51% rules the other 49%, then all of your precious minority groups that your pathological compassion angles to protect all the time because of your Oedipal mother complex, then you, Preach it, brother. you are going to disenfranchise every single one of those groups because by very definition, as a minority, you should not want democracy because democracy is majority rule. How stupid can you be? Turns out, pretty stupid. Democratic so, Republic. We are a constitutional republic. And those and those who represent us are elected democratically. Yes. But but we don't But we don't directly laws. like you say, yeah. we are not a direct republic. We do not or a direct democracy. We do not directly dictate because if that's the case, then fifty one percent would control the other forty nine percent and it would be constantly destabilized yeah. by civil war. Yeah. Constantly. You know, and it may anyways. <laughs> If the middle class will ever just Protect get yourself. off their laurels. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't been pushed far enough. They won't go down quietly. Yeah. They won't mm -hmm. go down quietly. Uh, uh, Shay says the optics were scary. So let's talk about the yeah, optics. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point, Shay. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the optics a little bit. Some of that, I think, is the weirdest part. Is, is like the, the exact verbiage they used. You know, obviously, it brain dead ass. <laughs> right. Which who I shake the hand of my wife? Where do I go? But it seems odd to me that they would use that type of terminology. You think I, I don't know, but again, they clearly are trying to set up. I was I was I think I was telling you guys I was reading about the Bolshevik Revolution and stuff. Oh yeah, and they talk about a lot of how they how they frame everything. First, they change the definition of the word. Yep, which the which left has, has always been yep. good at. Yeah, because the rainbow used to be about Noah and God's promise not to flood the earth again. So. Yeah, and, and then you you have to pick a opposition leader to demonize every country that yes. has a fascist, communist, or any type of dictatorial takeover. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all premised on these bad people. You have to put us in charge and give us all of the power because because of this we'll protect you from these people because you're all precious innocent helpless babies and we're and we're mother mary and we'll save you from <laughs> we'll save you from the serpent that wants to eat you and the serpent has a red hat we are living we are living in that term without a doubt the brown shirts are absolutely yeah. What Antifa and BLM is. Yeah, and they it's let them do their thing. And that's exactly how it went in Germany, in yeah. Russia, in all these places. Mm -hmm. Is there is this emboldened faction of of one wing, one extreme, whether that be the mm -hmm. right wing in said country or the left wing in said country, and that group is then used as a intimidation arm of the regime mm -hmm. to make people self censor or outright censor people, whether that be through media or mm -hmm. physical violence or whatever. Well, law enforcement is instructed to stand down. Yep. You know? Um, that's the spiral that I certainly think I think, I don't know if it was you I was talking to or somebody else, but somebody said that uh, that, that happened up in uh, D.C. Uh, under direct order from Pelosi that, like, the Antifa people, you know, the black bloc, whatever you want to call them, you know, uh, but they're just an idea, well, you know? Yeah. They're not real. You know, they, uh, they came out and just kind of did whatever they want, just like they always do. And law enforcement did not 
stop them, you know, and uh, they had been under orders. Uh, I think somebody said they were under orders from Pelosi not to do anything. Wow. I wouldn't doubt it. Did you hear what the, I can't remember if it was uh, just before or just after the speech, but the governor of New York told Republicans that they're not welcome in the state. If you're a Republican, leave my state. But but I truly, I think to get back to the optics, I, I think that's kind of what the optics is, is, is centered around is their attempt to, they're going all in on not just Trump is a racist Hitler, mm-hmm. but everyone who supported him mm-hmm. and certainly anyone who still supports him after he led the violent armed insurrection <laughs> right. coup on our democracy. <laughs> But that's right. That's what the frame they've had to kind of go with is if you have family members who support this, they are traitorous. Yeah. You know, traitorous. Well, who was that? uh, Who was that dried up cat turd of a senator who was talking about, uh, you know, if you if you see that cabinet, you know, if you see members of them out in the Maxine Waters. Oh, don't you know? Yeah. (laughs) Mad Maxine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was just uh, talking about you know she like chasing like, him out of restaurants. And, she's like the fifth <laughs> California raisin. She is. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the worst oh, part of California. California. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, that's like d- what donating voting Democrat. Of course. And they said like every year that Crenshaw and all these areas get way, way worse. Mm-hmm. Yet she's been elected like 25 times uh-huh. to run, run that district. And like, what has she done for South Central LA yeah. since she was elected to represent them in Congress 45 mm-hmm. years ago? Nothing. She has not a darn thing. There you go. Mm-hmm. Not a darn thing. Say what you want about people like Nancy Pelosi and trash people like that. But her, I mean, her district, I believe, is like that is a super wealthy district in San Fran. It's like at least her district isn't dog shit. Yeah, well, I might. Nancy Pelosi is a demon. If you are listening, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. she's a demon. Yeah. But dentures demon. Mad Maxine, Maxine Waters. Not only is she doing terrible things, but she's not even doing anything to help the people who apparently elect her. It, it makes... No, yeah, she's a net negative across yeah. the board. I mean, yeah. I suppose saying for half, half 90% of the Republicans, I mean, Mitch McConnell has been elected a thousand times. Yeah. I'm not a fan. You, you right? have I'm not a fan. Absolute garbage human. You have those rhinos, you know, who are... Yeah, it's probably at least half Lindsay of all Republicans... Graham. Oh yeah. Uh, the loafers, Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard yeah. A ton of people saying that. It's uh, like, yeah. Uh, it's like a well-known DC secret that uh-huh. it's not a. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Of course, it, oh, it's dude, not they a probably secret. all are. Did you? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Not a secret. Did we ever? Uh, did we ever talk about? Uh, and he goes out there and talks about how you know he, he doesn't like he doesn't like this. Hey, somebody sent me a speech of his. Thou dost protest too much. Stuff, and it's like. What the hell? Like, uh-huh. I don't care what you do. You certainly shouldn't be out campaigning <laughs> in churches about how you're against the homophobes uh-huh. or against the homos when, when you are. You are. I would, yeah. I would not do that. Yeah. Protesting a little much. Then. I hate Mitch What was it? We uh, we found that, like, uh, he looks like uh, Gary Oldman's character from uh, Hannibal. 
Was that the one? It was, it was one of the Hannibal Lecter movies where it's like the old guy in the bed who got his face all cut up and he's in the wheelchair all the time and he's just a hideous, grotesque mm, of his former that. self. Yeah, we, we made a meme about it uh, or a, we made a, a Facebook post about it a long time ago and we weren't the first ones to do it. Like, <laughs> like he looks like, you know, because he's got the, the saggy, yeah. you know, jowls and he's got the gobbler. Yeah. Talking about Mitch. Yeah, I can't. He's like half turkey, half turtle. I yeah. I can't figure it out. He's a hybrid. Yeah, old turtle man, old turtle McConnell. Shaw says that. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Jordan Peterson warned uh, warned us all of this years ago. Controlling language and speech is the first step on the road to tyranny. Yeah, and they keep changing definitions. Well, so. Jay Reese talked about it in the post up above where she and I were, and you know what, Jay? Um, yeah, go ahead and yeah. Webster changed the definition of racism in 2020. So, Floyd. you know, this the scary thing is, Jay, I'll tell you a little story about that. When I was uh, working on the boats in 2014 down in Florida, I became friends uh, with this waitress in uh, Waffle House in Fort Walton. And um, she was she was like 19, maybe 20. And uh, she was kind of like a little a little Internet Reddit kid yep. kind of, you know, she was cool. We, we had a lot of fun, whatever. And she told me that back in 2014 she that's where i first heard it i mean i'm sure the concept goes back even farther than that but that's how long they've been they've been planting that seed we only it's only hit the the mainstream it's only bubbled up to the surface of pop culture in the past probably two or three years but i was i mean literally it was the same thing jay of like this chick was telling me well racism you know racism is just privilege plus power you can't be racist if you're if you're white because everywhere you go you're you're you know holding all the cards i'm like well okay well first of all that's not the definition of racism yeah. and <laughs> yeah that's wrong. and second of all um i've been in downtown atlanta at one in the morning with a girl and uh and i was 19 at the time so i no privilege no power no i had no privilege no power i was behind the power curve so you're telling me that i'm still the racist one in that regard you know like, yeah, that's yeah 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 so wow. that concept is at least eight years old at this point that wow. i've known of. i'm sure it's older than that She, she showed me some video on, and this was probably three years ago. Um, and she said, Oh my god, did you know that? Um, she's like, Oh wow, like she was watching the video and she said, Oh, like black people can be racist too. And she like turned it to me, and I was like, e like Yeah, it's called racism. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what do you mean? And she was like, Well, watch this video. And it was somebody talking about inner city crime, mm -hmm. black on black gun violence. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, so they can only be racist and, to other blacks? Was well, that? No, I, I said, I said <laughs> that would be you, funny. I said, "What do you mean?" And she said, "Well, she said I I didn't know that there was many, like any black people that were racist." And I said, "Well, what's racist about this?" I said, "You might even disagree with it. I agree with it, unfortunately <laughs> for you." But right. What, like, and she said, "Well, her definition that she was explained in school, a fifteen-year-old girl, yeah, was that." racism is people saying like bad things against black people that's wow not even close to that's not even such a myopic so, so if another so yeah. another black person says, says something, something negative that that, uh, that to you seems negative against black people yeah that's what racism is. wow racism wow. isn't not like somebody because of their, their race, race. <laughs> right um, yeah it was specifically 
just being mean to black people. Black people is racist. I mean, think about all of the other races that are cut out of that equation. Yeah, Asians, for example. Yeah. Distorted. Yeah. But like she didn't think of it. Inconvenient she for told, her. she was groomed mm-hmm. and formed and molded she was groomed, yeah. to believe that that's what racism is. Wow. And that's why you should homeschool your children. Uh, yeah, kids. you should. You should <laughs> to, to think that that's what a young child has been taught yeah. in the in the formative three to five years. You know, I'm sure yeah. she wasn't talking about it when she was ten. Probably because it just wasn't going on like that. But she grew up in the heat of the George Floyd riots, all oh, the BLM right. stuff, right? She was 12 to 15 and those, and probably all she Very has heard formative years. As, mm-hmm. a, as a mixed race girl, I'm mm-hmm. sure all she has heard is that that's what racism is. Yeah. Racism is people saying bad things to you or not even bad things people saying things you disagree you don't like it's not calling you the n-word and saying get out of my store yeah it is saying can we talk about the inner city crime problem in downtown chicago there's been 4800 people murdered there this year with handguns Uh, not uh, ar-15s that's racist right Right. (laughs) the answer to that is not not talk about it just right say that's racist and it will scare kids kids are kids are scared to confront that so then it just becomes oh they don't know it exists because if it's brought up it's like whoa 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 are you being racist right Mm -hmm. now yeah don't talk about um wow that's racist murdered 99.9 of which are black young men Mm -hmm. but it's racist to talk about that right and and that is yeah that's the changing of the cognitive reframing it is it's so orwellian because when you control the language like that you control how people you eventually will be able to reverse engineer how people think because if you control what people can say in public they won't say it out loud which means they won't they'll eventually stop thinking it as much because what do you think our generation yeah that's what they have if they can get us out the kids younger than us yeah are vulnerable yes they are all wide open on targets yeah yep it's yep. true it's, it's true have you seen some of those videos of the guy who goes around like times square and asks like yes you know, late teens and yeah kind of the man on the street type yeah. thing yep and he like asks them how many dimes are in a dollar oh no. no one can answer it of course name yeah. two name three countries just end of question name three countries <laughs> no one can answer it when was the war of 1812 capital of chicago for real the capital of chicago nobody knows it what country is hawaii in nobody knows it it's awesome it's absurd they understand they don't know shows them a like analog clock what's the time no idea no concept what's three times three times three no one knows it (laughs) yes terrifying yeah but the, the the scary thing i've realized is it's not it's it's not so much that they're incompetent in the school system. It's that they realized 30 years ago, people like Howard Zinn or whatever the hell his name is. I think it's Zinn, right? Um, Definitely Zinn. Sure. I don't know if his first name's Howard. But sounds right. He wrote some of the like huge like progressive liberal New World Order books. Like, oh, in the, the instruction manual. Yeah. Uh-huh. And mm. uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Howard Zinn. Um, he, he talked about all you need to do is indoctrinate the kids, but you don't need to you know, get them in the cult fully. You just yeah. need to make them stupid and unaware enough yeah. 
that they don't even know what's happening. All those people that that guy talked to on the street, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they didn't know who Kamala Harris was. They don't know who Joe Biden is. Mm -hmm. They don't know wow. fucking anything. Those just keep playing voting, on your phone. They just know that those people won't cause a problem. Right. Well, they're voting. They, yeah, I'm sure that. But I, well, I or somebody's voting for they them. Don't yeah, give, yeah. Like they, they couldn't care less whether it's whether they vote or not. Yeah, is not even the biggest problem we have. Just keep them stupid. Those people are the people who will just continue to sheep along. Yeah, and and allow these demons to run yeah. our lives. Drinking the Kool Aid, baby. Billionaires. Yeah, yeah. I call them McDonald's people. <laughs> yep. Do you guys, do you guys mind if I just throw the chat up on the screen? Yeah, do it. So we can see some. I know it's a little hard to read here. I'm gonna go ahead and say. That is, he's got his far eyes on. Drop your chat. Drop your chat. It's a lot of good stuff coming in, and we want to see it in real time as we're continuing this conversation. I love the man on the street stuff. What's that guy? What's the guy that used to do it on Fox, but now he's kind of like a one of their headliners why can't i think of his name all of a sudden anyway um he used to do it for uh tucker he used to do it for T no he used to do it for uh bill bill, bill Ryan. Jesse Ryan. Waters. yeah jesse waters that's yes. what i'm thinking of yeah yes. he's gotten better i think yeah he, well he kind of was uh, a pioneer and then uh the british guy did it for um uh, Steve Hilton? colbert the, who who did it for Col who, who did it for colbert uh, oh god i don't know uh, anyway, you know what? Some of the best ones are just more the younger people that you're seeing on, oops, seeing on, like Instagram. No, no, you're good. You're good. Oh uh, well, they're saying that there's an issue. Oh, with uh, with the central mic. Oh, can you hear Todd at all? They're saying that uh, I think they're picking. We might be picking him up through our mics, if nothing else. Hmm. Let's see. Hold on. I probably was leaning back too, though. I'm Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. You got so much to say. You need to... No, go ahead and say it. Hearing it now? Oh, man, I can hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time here. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. These are directional, I think. You got to talk right at the, right at the little logo right at the there. Mobo. That's good. And so, yeah, I do that him. too, or if I lean back. Right? Interesting, yeah, like, interesting. Oh, right. wait a minute. I got to come up here now. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> we can hear him, but it may be off. Okay. Uh, of the redhead guy, his name is Ginger Patriot. That's that's gender discrimination. Yes. <laughs> no, it, that was his comment. He actually he actually made the comment uh, gender discrimination. I thought it was a nice uh, coin of phrase. Um, but I love the men on the street stuff. I did something similar at a job on the fourth. It was uh, was it fourth of July? It was like fourth oh, of July yeah. weekend, and I was feeling very patriotic. And so uh, there's this uh, gal that sat next to me. She had just gotten out of college, graduated from UT. Okay. Super sharp. Had her degree. And uh, super sharp. Everyone around her thought, oh, man, she's like, you know, everyone was into her. Yep. Single, beautiful, you know. And uh, her, among some of my other friends on my on my team there, I lined up a bunch of questions that were related to Fourth of July. Because I wanted to do a man on the street, only it's more like man in the office. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. And uh, I, I asked them all these same questions. And of the ten people that I asked, only two could name three founding fathers. One of her answers was, let's see, she did say George Washington. Then she said Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and then she and she couldn't yeah, name a third. The slaves. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
every person they asked. They, they could, they she couldn't even know. Yeah, yeah. The first president, Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Who's yeah. the last president? Abraham Lincoln. It's, yeah. like, it's the only president we've ever had. Candidate. the slaves. Won the war. Hates Southerners. Hates white people. Big, tall beard. Abraham Lincoln. Founding father. We're Big Mac. We're Nuggets. And I asked her, uh, uh, we're fun. What on what day did uh, we sign the Declaration of Independence? They're like, yeah. This was on July fourth. It was a July fourth yeah. thing that I was doing. She didn't know. She didn't know. It apparently was sometime in April. Uh, she guessed. I don't know. Uh, and then and then my other question is, um, uh, when did uh, Columbus discover America? Everyone. Definitely not 1492. She, she re- <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But she knew there was a rhyme to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And so she was trying to come up. She's like, I think I know it. It's like, in 1643, Columbus sailed the ocean sea. You know, she's just. <laughs> In 1863, Columbus said, oh, and freed all the slaves of Abraham University. You know, I'm like, and I'm sitting next, and I'm sitting next to these people. Like, they're among us. Yeah. You know? You they live among us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she went off and married a Tennessee Titan. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course she did. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, look. Yeah, whatever. You know, I wasn't just, trying to win anything, uh, but it's just like, how I mean, good you for him. Gra- you could, how did you graduate? Trickable. How did you graduate from the University of Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Well, of course. I fully believe that. I mean, yeah. dang. Just get them in. Them out. Get them just out. Write that check. Turn it in. So uh, they want to know where they can find you on social media. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> no. No. That, here, no. actually, is probably honestly Yeah, the you best can place. find him at the Goslings. <laughs> This really is yeah. kind of Ginger Patriots yeah. only. Uh, Todd's only mission album. in life is to go off the grid. Completely. Yeah, we're kind of lucky to even have him here. We don't even say his last Without, name. like, yeah. <laughs> in this space yeah. ever. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I'm just. You're really not. I'm not big into social media. Yeah. I never have. I have a buddy who took a job at Facebook when they first started. And I was, I was not. I, I had never really gotten big and Facebook kind of started when I first went to college. Yeah. And so like the original prototypes of Facebook were going around. Like did you guys ever they had like essentially intra college like networks mm-hmm. that you could post message boards. Mm-hmm. On that's stuff. how Facebook yep. got started. And then right? Facebook bought all of those. Yeah. That's and then right. some of those grouped together. And so I was on one and then on a Northwest like Pennsylvania one. That mm-hmm. my school got involved in so it was like 20 schools in the area and then it got like all of pa and then i think facebook bought it turned into facebook um but i was never big on it when when it was any of those stages mm. um and i i don't know i just never really got into it and then my buddy took a job at facebook and we were sitting down having a drink one day and he was like yeah he's like it's crazy we were buying like whole city blocks and just put servers in in these factories wow. he's like because right now we're a data company. Like we're not making the money we know we can make on the information. We just don't. There's not good enough computing power to be able to chew through the amount of data we have. Whoa. And he's like, "But the policy agreement you sign up for when you sign up for Facebook is that like everything on here is no longer yours. Mm-hmm. It is ours, and we will do with it what we want. We can yeah. we can sell it to Time Magazine and make the front cover of Time Magazine your profile picture. Mm-hmm. It's not yours anymore." Yeah. It is Facebook's property. 
Yeah. And when he told me that, and like he was even saying, he, he still works there. I, like he doesn't. He wasn't he, saying it he's as not like in a the camp of like I think they're evil. Right. I am in that camp. <laughs> right. But yeah. Yeah. His point was just like, oh, they're doing it so that when supercomputers get good enough, we'll be able to know like, hey, Jonathan bought brand new 511 tactical boots last year, and mm-hmm. every year and a half he buys new tactical boots. So a year and three months. Send him ads. You're just all you're gonna get is ads for Uh new tactical boots, and they'll be able to sell that ad specification. All about them shekels, baby. Yeah. And say, hey, not only are you gonna go in front of ten thousand people, but every single person your ad goes to is going to be somebody who wants to buy your product. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that was his pitch of it as it's not nefarious. Right. Well, yeah. Until they want to make it nefarious <laughs> right yeah but, and so ever since then i i've never had You've facebook been out. um i never posted nothing on them i had instagram for a little bit but i i all that stuff i don't i i have telegram now that yeah i certainly don't post anything on i just read news articles on it. yeah um i've been banned off twitter because when covid happened i couldn't stop myself <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah too. I did enjoy Twitter because I would just brag on the craziest leftists I could fucking uh-huh. say crazy stuff. And uh, I, I used to always tell people, I hope you're ready for the storm. And I guarantee that's why I got through. Yeah. Like, I didn't even mean it like any too. I was just like, hey man, I hope you're ready that's for the pretty... shit storm that's coming our way. Yeah. And I used to send it to all the crazy leftists. They'd like lose their mind on me. And I'm like, dude, good luck, man. I hope you're ready for the storm. Yep. And so um, that's that's about as social media as tame. I've got. Yeah. But yeah. But if you want to get taught a message, just send it to the Goslings. Yeah, just message say, We'll reach deliver out it for us you. And we'll filter it out. And you know. We might have to filter his response too. Audio message. What are you yeah. into? Uh, Jay Reese asked, uh, what are you into besides guns and politics? Um, guns, politics. Uh, I, I was, I, I play hockey a lot. Um, ice hockey, but uh, I've had a couple spine surgeries. Well, just yeah. one spine surgery. But, um, I've jacked, jacked up my back pretty bad and had spine surgery about a year and a half ago um, and just kind of blew it out again. I told you real angry when I did it. That's one of my favorite like domestic months, four or five months ago, stories. I blew it out again. Build level in the ground for an above ground pool that my wife wanted to put in. <laughs> which I'm not super happy about. Um, so, uh, other than that, guns, politics, um, hell, I guess not all that much other than that. What's their life? It keeps most, you pretty busy. Most of my yeah. other time is devoted to um, some, some of the other projects I have going on that are pretty much centered around guns as well. Yeah. Um, so that, that eats a lot of my time up. Um, I, I, I truly, I used to not be as into politics as i am now but i i truly think it is our duty in the time we are in now it is our duty to be at least try and be aware of of what at least pay attention around you yeah um whether that be just literally just federally I, i would encourage people to get get knowledgeable about locally what is happening around you Mm-hmm. because that's where it's all going to happen they can make whatever law they want yeah they I, they don't they don't follow through with half of them anyways mm-hmm. and I, i've told my wife a number of times they can make whatever law they want about ars yeah 
It's not going to change anything. I won't be anything. alive for them to tell me nothing about it. <laughs> right. And that's the fact is I, yeah. they can say whatever they want. Great. Mm -hmm. You say whatever you want. Send whomever you want to come to my house. Yeah. And make sure you send the ones you don't like. I would encourage you to send a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, I, I said you should just go stay with your sister because that's when, yeah. Yeah. That's when it has to start for me. Yeah. And, and if and what they count on is that we are just disconnected. I even see it in my wife a little bit. It's like mm -hmm. she doesn't want to be bothered by the craziness mm -hmm. of politics. And that's what they count on is yeah. that most people will just unplug, but they will get talked into voting at the last second and they'll just vote based on, well, I heard that guy's name a ton of times in that commercial as I sat and yeah. fire hosed garbage into my mouth. Right. It's why yeah, just yeah, name yeah, recognition yeah. is a yeah. huge deal. Yeah, yeah. Probably 30% of people have no idea yep. why they're voting for anyone. Yeah. They just, Oprah likes him. Yeah, like so, a Manchurian game. Yeah, they know. just go in there and mm -hmm. like, yep. depending on how many times I heard that name, that name, I just pull those levers. Yeah. The branch said that politics are in us. Our mind is a battlefield. I think that's exactly yeah, what you're saying. So yeah, the mind is a battlefield. And they're going, I mean, it certainly explains, you know, the creepiness around Biden's speech and what he was trying yeah. to convey. I mean, the, and he was just trying to get it into the minds of the Kool-Aid drinkers. Yeah. That yeah. the other team, you know, it's... I agree. Shay said a good one too. Uh, who said politics is pornography of the intellect? Ooh, yeah. yeah. I don't know who said it, but it's. I think it may have been Reagan. Good. Maybe. Yeah. Who you were talking about, Biden? And uh... yeah, well, yeah. When you know this whole idea of um, having, you know, we're basically there are basically two nations. America is two people, and we're sharing, sharing a government, sharing resources. And you had one group of people and the other, you know, tr always vying for control over those resources to advance whatever their agenda was. Uh, but now it's changed. Now you have two groups of people vying for control of the government and resources to use the weapon against the other group. Not to try to make it better for the country or maybe their group. Now they're just weaponizing it. The government is being weaponized against the other, you know, political dissonance. You know? I think even... Even the, the scariest little like sub genre of, of that is that I have Donald Trump for, for all that I certain things I didn't love about him. The, the one thing that is undeniable, certainly now, is that he showed you that a, a ton of the people who at least I thought maybe were on somewhat of a freedom patriotic. Uh -uh. conservative side the vast majority of them are not they hate at you. all and and same goes for the democrats yeah is that that nancy pelosi chuck schumer mitch mcconnell mm -hmm. lindsey graham kevin mccarthy those people are all on the same exact plan on yep. the same exact side those people they yeah. hate bernie sanders yep because he's not Part of that, it's why they, it's why same they reason they hate Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton. And it's the mm -hmm. same reason they hate Donald Trump. Yeah, and and that's the thing that is priceless that he at least yeah. brought to my attention was that, hey, you know, you might think DC and government's a shithole. Yeah, it's a far bigger shithole. <laughs> yeah, imagined. he wasn't supposed to win. He wasn't, and, supposed, and to he wasn't supposed to win. And that, that these people on 
both sides have no interest in solving any of the problems no. other than agitating those problems right. so that they can go ask you for money to to solve them the next election cycle yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah right that's Maxine why the waters didn't solve any of the crime problems uh -uh. in south central no. la that's why they'll always have years. the border be insolvent yes because it justifies the continued militarization of the police and it yep. creates the chaos they need in the hegelian dialectic yep. and around. you think about that with the continual and and uh, uh the branch was commenting on this earlier the creep of technology the invasive the ever-increasing invasiveness of technology the facebook's the TikToks, yep. and what's required just to turn the lights on in your home or drive your drive a car to have a bank account whatever yep. you know it's it's setting it's the beast system setting itself up for total control yeah you know why they want us all in electric cars yeah i i, I would flip those, that switch whenever baby i was reading the thing on this and, and i never really thought about it that way but the reality is right yeah they with a gas car you still have some freedom right some control gas at some point but mm -hmm. Man, in, in a civil unrest situation, they're going to be gassing a whole lot of cars abandoned all over the place. Yeah. You, you will be able to get gas for at least a little bit. But, man, if 90% of the public is, is on electric vehicles. Yeah. The last. All they have to do is shut the switch off. The police yeah. will be the last to go to electric vehicles. Yep. Yep. You betcha. Yep. And me. <laughs> and me. Yeah. Absolutely. I was talking to a lady the other day. Uh, who I had an appointment set with her. I called her. She was in her Tesla. And she says, I have to reschedule. I can't have the call right now because there's something wrong with my Tesla. I'm driving. I'm scared. The car is moving, but the screen is black. So I don't know what's going on. And then I, there's another friend of it's mine. It's a car. It, 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 yeah. it, well, it's all electric, though. It's all electric. Yeah. She, her Might battery could die any minute. Right off a bridge. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it, you could very easily control an electric car. You could very easily hack into control electric car. Yeah. But they're problematic too, not just because they're going to be such a drain on the oh, grid, the but you know, mm -hmm. we have Which is not ours. set up for it. It, it's, it won't no, be for 30 years. No, it won't be. Yeah. But probably in 30 years, but in 30 years, everyone's going to be forced to drive an electric car. Yeah. And it's going to just crash our system, crash our, our grid. But I have another friend who has, who has a Tesla here in, you know, Tennessee, mm -hmm. lots of Tesla. Yeah. shops around here yeah. uh you know and uh it was in the middle of the night it was freezing cold she was on her way somewhere and her battery died no 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 no. excuse me that didn't happen she got a flat tire okay she got a flat tire she called so she's sitting on the side of the road she's running her heater she's not her kids in the back yeah. she calls says i needed someone to come out and change my tire there were there was nothing around yeah. for 50 miles that had like a tesla tire yeah. really? she had to wait over four hours for the tow truck to arrive the battery had died by that point her and her son are freezing wow. to death you know i mean they're proprietary just... tires yeah on the tesla you gotta have also? a certain type of tire for a tesla yeah <laughs> well, i guess so yeah. it probably has sensors in it and certain yep. metrics that it. okay are pretty dramatically different some yeah. of the, the brake pads create friction power yep. that sends it back to the battery to charge. Mm -hmm. so every time you brake, uh, it's like that little thing well, even the used to spin the wheel yeah. and kick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that there's something there that needs some type of different um, bolting or something. I'm sure it's hard. There's an interesting book uh, that came out not too long ago that uh, my security boss friend was telling me about called The End of the World is Just the Beginning.
and he talks about <clears throat> how you know we're we're in the final stages of the american empire this has been the american empire yeah, for the sure. past you know 50 to 100 years and we are now on the back end of that and by the 2050s um you know there's going to be such a push for all of these other power structures whether it's electric or solar or wind and there's no infrastructure set up for any of these and like you say there won't be but all of that stuff is still going to like especially the back of house maintenance for all of that infrastructure is still going to be run off of petrol petrol and coal yeah so like all the other things nuclear solar electric wind you know just whatever fruity little you know abort your babies and go green and reduce your carbon footprint thing that they're yeah just be just be gay abort your babies and kill yourself that's the that's the liberal agenda how luciferian yeah well know? the branch said that phoenix rising from the ashes america was created to be destroyed and kind of seeing that right now you know wide open border america yeah. was just something we it's become something we just set up there for the rest of the world to come and milk just milk it dry until it's dead and gone yeah you know we're gonna we're not gonna be uh, uh perpetuating our citizenship yeah you know that is dwindling it you is know? dwindling i to i mean i guess to go piggyback off of both of your points is i i agree we are certainly empires don't last right and they, they all have life cycles i, I was reading a thing on fiat currencies Oh, and, yeah. and they said currencies, all fiat currencies ever that have ever existed, all have a lifespan, and they all do the same thing. They all they start off lowly inflated and low circulation because the, the currency didn't exist before. Then they go into circulation if the country gains prominence and power. Uh -huh. the, the currency yep. then gains power and gains um, you know buying power around the world and stuff. And then eventually the currency starts to inflate. And then it dramatically inflates and hyperinflates, and then yeah. the currency collapses. And they said that there's there's no fiat currency ever in the history of the world that hasn't done that. They said our currency is right on track. It's about mm -hmm. 75 years, <clears throat> 50 to 75 years that currencies, fiat currencies, will their life cycle. And they said right in 73 when Nixon took us off the gold standard, that mm -hmm. was when our currency for the first time became a fiat currency, not a gold-backed yep. commodity-backed yeah. currency. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that is when we started this ticking time bomb yep. of yeah. you can only keep inflating it. There's no way to not keep inflating it because mm -hmm. what's backing it? No. It has yeah. no real value no. other than that it has value. Its own perceived it's value. value. Yeah. And that that is the, the end game we are unfortunately in. Yeah, what makes that particularly scary is that the uh you know oil is bought and sold on the dollar our fiat currency the petrodollar you know and when all the when these other countries start deciding to buy oil with other currencies we go to war because it'll destroy the yeah. dollar but it's going to happen where the dollar's going to crash and the rest of the world's going to go off the petrodollar isn't that what happened in libya and, well what's very interesting there's only a few world leaders who have told essentially the world bank and opec and the south uh -huh. to f off, off. <laughs> yeah right, right, right and that is muammar Gaddafi. yeah uh-huh saddam hussein uh-huh and vladimir putin putin yeah now it's interesting that those but hey people, support ukraine yeah it's interesting I, i'm sure probably neither of those three people are generally good people right um but 
it's interesting that those three leaders had had essentially become known throughout the world as evil dictators mm -hmm. when they're the only three countries leaders who said whoa 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 mm -hmm. you're like we all have to sign on to this random banking system that you control because why mm -hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah we have our own country we'll control our own money we don't need you to yeah. control our money how dare you not participate in the global homo agenda and I just uh -huh. that's, that's interesting. how dare you be that, patriotic and nationalist? Yeah, CIA yeah. back uh -huh. revolutions happen in all of those countries. <laughs> right, just fascinating. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and so I I just think that's that's interesting at the very least. But I like you said, I what I worry about the most is at some point here in the near future, the U.S. will be removed as the global reserve currency because yeah. OPEC will drop it as the petrodollar. And that's what we sold to the Saudis in the 70s. I, I was reading a, a really interesting article on it. And it said, so Nixon went to the Saudis when they took us off the gold standard. And as a way to artificially inflate our currency around the world, they went to the Saudis and they said, you have no military. Mm -hmm. You've got the best one in the world now. Anyone messes with you, you call us. We will handle whatever the problem is, what you're going to do for us is every barrel of oil ever bought or sold is bought or sold in our money. We don't have anything backing our dollar now, and this is going to back it. Wow. Trillions of dollars a day being artificially exchanged, held, transferred by every country on the globe. Yep. And that's why our dollar has stayed floated as we've racked up 30 trillion in debt, really 100 yeah. trillion in debt with Social Security, Medicare, and all mm -hmm. those payments. They only yeah. show 30 on the books, but they openly admit there's another 90 trillion that we have spent that is not on the books because, because yeah. <laughs> just for the same reason that inflation number doesn't include housing prices, groceries, or fuel. Yep. That that's interesting. That inflation would be at 15% if we included the things that really everyone spends money. But yeah. um, that being said, um, what scares me is that eventually that's that's gonna happen and it will probably happen overnight yeah they, they will the BRICS nations brazil russia india china will say listen we're not gonna exchange russian rubles for us dollars to buy oil why would we do that yeah, we why? lose a little money every time we do it and we float their currency mm -hmm. artificially for no reason why would we do that yeah and one night we are going to wake up and they're going to say all of those countries along with the 20 who follow them out mm. are only buying in their currency, uh, there's been three billion in transactions in the digital yuan for petrol. Mm. So they bought three billion. China's bought three billion dollars worth of oil in digital yuan, <clears throat> uh, Bitcoin, you know, crypto. Yeah. Yuan. And when that happens, our currency will crater. Over to all of a sudden, all that debt. It'll be like you have it's a forced. million dollar a year job and you've got a ton of debt, but you've mm -hmm. got a, you've got a million dollar a year job, so you can pay a lot of debt. All of a sudden, you lose that job and you, you still, still got that debt. You still got the debt. Uh huh. Five million in debt and you've got no money coming in. Yeah. And all of overnight, hosed. Our the currency will collapse. Yeah. Get out of debt, folks. Get out of debt. Do you yeah. think this is why there's such a rush to come up with the digital currency? Countries are trying to do like individual nations having their own digital currency. But I'm more concerned about, of course, because I'm, oh, I always have my eye on the end times. Um, I mean, a digital global currency. I, I, I do, I, I do think there's probably like the Klaus Schwab globalist. That guy's who, insane. Who, who, would, yeah. who dream of like 
just like the you will own nothing and you will be happy I, mm. be right. I, I think a guy like him probably i have something of... in my butthole <laughs> right now <laughs> and it's not nothing <laughs> but i'm still happy but it used to belong to you and now it's fine <laughs> it's your dreams your dreams and your happiness you will have fun just like me. Squirming in your seat. I, I think he would, just like the electric car, he would like that because it would be something that they could have a switch to turn on and off globally at, yeah. at a moment's notice, which is kind of what they, they desire. Yeah. Um, but That's why I, they hate cash I, I so do much. Think, I do think the crypto thing kind of caught them off guard. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that is the big push for countries to make their own digital cryptos what they yeah. want to do is is take out the knees from under the truly anonymous crypto market mm -hmm. if it is yeah easy. they want to centralize so who, it. who knows they want a centralized system yeah and, and just they, they they realize that probably is the payment method of the future whether it's truly anonymous and encrypted and and legitimate it's not anonymous well, well no i i just mean in the sense of like that in a uh, utopian society i would think that would be the path it would take is like some crypto that is completely opaque yet transparent to transactions to be um you know to be able to follow where your money is or went or how, how you got it yeah um but i think i think they kind of got caught off guard by what crypto became so quickly mm. and that so many people put money into it and they realized holy crap and not we can't let but i think kind of like the internet and that, that can't control that it all Pandora's the time box is already open yeah and i i'll I say one good thing science. i'll say one good thing about crypto is that it has been kind of an evangelist to the people who were like they were globalists and they were all about it until they got into crypto yep. and mm -hmm. uh realized that the the governments are trying to centralize everything yeah. and yeah. control it tightly and now they're like whoa, whoa 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 wait a minute what about my autonomy yeah. mm -hmm. you know but what yeah. about my you know, fiscal autonomy. Yeah. You know, and uh, so they're actually, it, it, it's funny, some of them have, I wouldn't say turned a corner, but they have shifted in, in their, their leanings. And you can like read their comments on the yeah. different, uh, you know, the different exchanges and threads and so forth. They're like, dude, leave me alone. Yeah. Very libertarian yes. mindset that exists among a lot of cryptocurrency. I agree. I, I think, I think it's, it's certainly, it's, it's a libertarian group who, but I think that's what they're scared of. That's what they don't like. Right. They don't like, they don't really care if you're conservative. It's a Hegelian dialectic. They don't care if you're black or white, yeah, just as long as you're one of the two teams. Yeah, just yeah. be on one of those teams. Because we control both teams. teams. Yeah. yeah. hate the other team. We mm -hmm. don't care. Just hate that team. Because then you're playing our game. Yes. Yeah. And, and they dislike people who are, who are truly independent. Third and party. Of of that of that column yeah and, and crypto scares them of that mm -hmm. um certainly I, that's the reason i don't believe in with energy renewable energy or green yeah shit is they they cannot let us have the true energy producing power mm -hmm. that would truly give us all free yeah they can't let us have that because that would remove all of their controllability uh-huh and and yeah. that's why I don't trust them. I don't. I don't necessarily think that solar might be a great idea. Well, right. wave, uh, wave turbines and and using the power of the oceans mm -hmm. to, you know, run turbines. I, I'm all for trying any way we can create power. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I there's not a ounce of me that trusts the government running any of it or funding any of it because they 
they they that that is all of the hold they have over our lives in every way. Yeah, is, is that. Yeah, and they ain't gonna let us out. If you can't, mm. if you can't keep your family warm, if you can't grow or eat any food, and if you can't travel, like what do you have? You know? Yeah. 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 And it's scary. I mean, you can see it kind of heading that direction. Um, and there's no way out, folks. Sorry. If you're looking for hope, you've come to the wrong <laughs> YouTube channel. This is uh, Depression Cast. <laughs> on a bright note, it's signs of the times. It could be the end times. You never know. It could, you know, the rapture could be right around the corner. Yeah. Or maybe it already happened and we're left behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, scroll back down a little bit. We've had yeah. a lot of really good comments, but uh, there are there's one here. from Branch. Um, that I wanted to address Levine Saddam thinking. Hussein. Oh, yeah. With Saddam Hussein. Yeah, let's, let's hold this one. Uh, so this is not germane to this conversation, uh, Branch, but um, his comment is, when Saddam Hussein was toppled, the U.S. military also raided the tomb of Nimrod the king. I think his DNA may be in the vaccine. And then there's another comment that says his mark, if you will. Um, entirely possible. That's uh, something that Rob Skiba talked about on some of his videos. Uh, there's some creepy video of, of that long story short, before, before we tag in on that at all, I do want to tell you branch, that is a good question for next week. Yeah, exactly. Bring that up next week when we have Gary Wayne and Derek Gilbert on, uh, discussing September 11th. Uh, yeah, it's going to be super cool. Yeah. And they're both, you know, that's right up Gary Wayne's alley with the Genesis. We've actually talked about that. uh, Unearthing Nimrod. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so the uh, the, the uh, Nimrod exhumed. Yeah, uh, there's was a one of the name of our videos. Nimrod exhumed, pretty good. Yeah. I saw something that said um, where they think Sodom may have been. May have been. It was, no. just, it was uh-uh. just revealed in uh, yeah. Um, really, Sodom? Like Sodom and Gomorrah? Was off the coast of Spain or something? Like some lake dried up. Is, yeah, where was Sodom? It's uh in it's in Israel. Somewhere in Israel. Yeah, the, by the Dead Sea. Israel. By the Dead Sea. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, okay. And they think they think where the site where it was was revealed by this lake that dried out for the first time in like 200 years. Real. And they think it shows evidence of like an airburst that occurred over it, similar to the airburst that happened in Tunguska in oh, Siberia. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they think one of the yeah. similar sides happened over this site, which wow. is where they think Sodom and Gomorrah was. Yeah. Yeah, and there's it's so like much to God or something like that. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on the uh on the traditional side of Sodom Sodom and Gomorrah, uh the earth there, the the, the ground is so full of sulfur. It was it was completely charred like three three thousand years ago, yeah. two thousand four thousand years ago. Uh and you can even take some of the clay and it's so so sulfuric you can actually light it again and wow, it'll burn like really? green like it's crazy Whoa. intense because there was such a huge there's some sort of cataclysmic fiery event yeah i wonder what happened mm-hmm. uh, and there's evidence at least at the traditional site but it's probably in the it's probably in the same probably in the same wow, at the very wow. bottom of the dead sea slightly to the east next to a little city that was called zoar in okay. the bible and it was in that area right okay. there yep yeah it's freaky yeah so uh what else we got uh i have done shows with gary wayne he is awesome branch uh dude i gotta check out your channel um 
that's fantastic if you've done shows with gary wayne who's the branch now i'm curious who are you who are you uh sir or ma'am <laughs> uh, very cool i gotta do tell do tell because i want to check out your channel uh love gary wayne and yeah, we're gonna have gary him on Wayne's cool yeah he's a he's a mentat from dune when it comes to like all this weird stuff with the bible and all the things that are you know fascinating oh yeah mpc 34 uh, uh yeah so mpc 334 i think you and i met uh on creepy little book maybe okay i want to say he and i were talking on creepy little book and then he's he's commented on our uh, on some of our. I've seen NPC uh, three fourteen before. Yeah, I've seen him comment before on on some of the live streams. So <laughs> there you go, Benny Jesuit. Yeah, the spice <laughs> must flow. All right, we've been doing this for almost two and a half hours. This is a, another one of this our been awesome. epic long streams. Um, now this is awesome. Uh, so do we want to do? Um, do we want to do like uh, an after party, like maybe a 10 minute sort of after party Patreon? We're going to do that next week after Gary Wayne after and Gary Derek Gilbert. Wayne. Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, and we might do uh, just a quick, maybe 10 minute video for Patreon members. Yeah. So we can talk about a slightly That's more down was... and dirty. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put that yeah. up on the Patreon. Uh, probably tomorrow it'll be ready, but we're going to do that here in just a minute. Cool. Uh, speaking of which, Become an honorary Gosling. It's $5 a month. You get access to our uh, Patreon content. Uh, you get exclusive conversations that we don't put on YouTube that probably should. We would get really dinged. Yeah. Uh, maybe not just last banned long. from um, YouTube altogether. Yeah. But uh, we put all of our uh, exclusive content on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get uh, – what else? We do a live Discord chat every month. Uh, yeah. next, this month's is going to be right after the conversation with Derek Gilbert and Gary Wayne next week. Yeah. We're gonna get go live on uh, Discord for all of our patrons, and uh, you can download, you know, my books for free. We have some some other exclusive benefits there, discounts on merchandise like shirts and so forth. So it's, you get a lot for five dollars a month. Yeah. You get a lot. Yeah. Um. So it's and uh, while we're doing that, actually, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our patrons. Yes. Uh, so uh, and I put it in here earlier. Sorry, guys. I'm a little slow on the. Uh, it's all out of order. Here we go. So quick shout out to Jay Reese, Shannon, Roseanne, Adam, and Anne. Those are our patrons. Yeah. We just started doing this a couple weeks ago. Uh, thank you guys. You guys are contributing and helping us make the show better. And Roseanne, you jumped in a little late on the on the live stream, but I know you were She was there. Yep, Roseanne there. was yeah. there. Shannon, uh, Jay Reese was on. Uh, thank you guys all so much. We yeah. really, really appreciate it. And we're going to get more exclusive stuff up on the Patreon page just for you guys. So, um yeah, I think that's it, man. Cool. So next week, September 11th, next Sunday, September 11th, at 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central, we're going to have Gary Wayne and Derek Gilbert on the Goslings. I hope you guys talking about 9-11. Who wants to watch football? Yeah. Gary Wayne and Derek Gilbert. Yeah, that's the main event. Baby. Dude, that's the main you know? event. Yes, <laughs> football. That's sports ball trash out Sports here. ball. You know? Oh, look at that. Oh. Are you gonna go to the Coliseum and get your <laughs> bread and sakus? Oh, oh look at that! <laughs> oh, look at you! Oh, you're gonna I, wear another man's name on your on your yeah. chest? Oh, you're gonna have you're gonna have his name written white on your back? Oh, yeah, you're a real man. Yeah, be sure to put that jersey on. Yeah, <laughs> put another man's name on your back that you that you'd hand your wife over to in a heartbeat. 
you know, just you could get what a signed football. Well, aren't you special? <laughs> Other great, we had some great comments from uh, Shay and uh, and Jay Reese also yep. in there. Uh, some cool stuff from um, from Branch. Uh, some great stuff about uh, crypto. Uh, Shay, uh, you had made a comment about uh, crypto kind of enabled your addiction a little bit. So uh, we interview you um, October second. Yeah, October 2nd. Yep. Um, I would like to, if you would, I'd like to have you talk about yep. that a little bit more. Yeah, she's going to share her testimony. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting she, person. Yeah. Yeah. She and Jay are friends and yeah. they're both they're very both super cool. cool. I'm really so, excited about that. Yeah. It's going to oh, be yeah. fantastic. Got some great stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's wrap it up and then we will do, uh, we'll do a quick little down and dirty video for the Patreon and yep. then we'll be done. So, uh, thanks for watching, everybody. This has been a lot of fun. I am Jonathan. I'm Nick. And this is Ginger Patriot. Ginger Patriot. <laughs> the return. Thank you very much. And we will see you guys later. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. We would love it if you tell your friends about the show. Maybe leave us a good review. And also consider becoming an honorary Gosling. An official exclusive membership to the Gosling gets you exclusive access to interviews and conversations that we can't have on YouTube. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and excerpts and writing. Uh, also, and check this out, you get to participate in a live monthly Discord chat with us. Uh, we do this once a month now. Um, all this plus more if you join our community on Patreon for just $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. $5 a month, it's a cup of coffee. So go to patreon.com forward slash the goslings and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Now go forth and strike down the darkness. <laughs>